Did you know some high-fiber foods can boost the same hunger-blocking hormone as Ozempic and Rigovi? According to NPR, foods like beans and peas naturally increase GLP-1 levels, the hormone that curbs later cravings and may have similar effects as those popular weight loss drugs. This is Pulse Check. I'm Chelsea Ceruzzo. The Biden administration has proposed a rule to tweak how disputes between insurers and hospitals are handled under a law banning surprise medical bills. The proposed fix would require insurance companies to use a code to determine whether the claim is subject to the dispute resolution process. HHS is proposing penalties for providers who don't share patients' data when they want it. The agency is threatening hospitals with penalties that could run into millions of dollars and physician groups more than $150,000 through denying incentive payments for the use of electronic health records. The agency hopes the move will bolster information sharing. And President Joe Biden is issuing an executive order to direct the Department of Health and Human Services to take wide-ranging action on artificial intelligence and healthcare. Politico healthcare reporter Ben Leonard is here to explain the impact of the new order. Hey, Ben, thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So what does this executive order mean for healthcare? So in totality, the plan's trying to thread this needle between spurring innovation while mitigating at some risk from this rapidly developing technology. You know, AI, particularly in the past year or so, has really become a super hot topic and lawmakers are trying to get in front of it as well as the administration now. It's part of a broader executive order that impacts a wide range of federal agencies and HHS is prominently featured in it. It calls on HHS to create sort of an AI task force to create a plan on how to, to deal with AI responsibly within a year. That includes popular things like generative AI, also to tackle health equity, you know, implement real world performance monitoring and reducing burden as well. It also gives HHS 180 days to create a strategy to determine whether the AI is high quality enough for use in healthcare. They dub it an AI assurance policy. And it also calls on the agency to work with other agencies on how non-discrimination laws might play in with AI. So it's really the sprawling executive order that's attempting to make the most of the technology without some of the risks coming into play. So like you just said, the AI landscape has been pretty rapidly evolving. And you said that part of this order is to mitigate risk. What are those concerns about the use of AI in healthcare? What are they trying to mitigate here? So one of the biggest concerns that we've heard from the Biden administration, as well as on the Hill from Democrats and others, is about discrimination in terms of racial discrimination, other sorts of discrimination that the AI may perpetuate. Recently, I wrote about a study finding that chatbots often, you know, perpetuated these racist tropes, and people are concerned that it could contribute to racial disparities in healthcare that already exist. People are also concerned about transparency, how the algorithms actually work. Federal agencies are working on regulations on that as well. Some of the other concerns are about biosecurity. You know, if some of this AI gets into the wrong hands, people were concerned that it could be used to create these sort of precision targeted bioweapons that could impact national security. Plenty of concerns here that the White House is trying to get in front of. So how does the administration actually plan to enforce policy on AI? 
So this is an executive order, so it's not quite as strong as, say, an act of Congress. But it does have some specific directions for some agencies, including the Federal Trade Commission, to focus on anti-competitive behavior and consumer harms in AI. This is something that uh, the FTC has looked towards in healthcare before. And also there's a fair amount of reporting requirements that are included for algorithms that are used for multiple purposes and could impact public health. So if a company is working on AI for some purposes, they'd have to report generally what it's about and some performance data. So those are some of the ways that they're hoping to do this. Great. Well, thanks so much for talking with us, Ben. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is our editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Chelsea Ceruzzo. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting, Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.